Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because it's easy to use. Because it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and don't forget, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Take it away, Dickie. Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Wednesday morning. Spaghetti, meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby. Face Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, topsy-turvy Tuesday night, right? What did we do? We got crushed again and raced to 10 Tuesday. I'm so down on this parlay, kid. We lost 10 to 4, and we knew what was going to happen. We liked the heat for the game. Uh, we took the heat to get to 10 first. Whose pick was that? Is that Harry's my, my Brian's pick. pick? No, it was my pick. Oh, it was your pick to get yeah. to 10 first. Mm-hmm. Not a bad pick. Miami hadn't done it. What? But I, I know we had the heat, but and then the heat. Did they win the quarter after all this? No. This is what happens. No, they Celtics lost the quarter. Celtics win the t- waste to 10, and then Miami, like, it, it, oh, that's right. They were losing at half, whatever, but they won the game handily. We'll go over that, 118-107. Disgusting parlay, kid. Can't get any luck. Yeah, it was, it was lame. It was another lame uh, race to 10. There was no drama mm-hmm. uh, involved no. in it. At least give us a little drama. I think that's three or four straight times where, uh, you know, we're down 6 nothing. Uh, at, at the drop of a hat, it's unbelievable. Uh, I think thirty-one ten over the last three weeks. Does that sound right, Bry, or something like that? Yeah, it was like thirty-one to thirteen or something like that. But oh, yeah, well, okay, but I think 13, that's think you know that. we had a little comeback in that Warriors <laughs> yeah. game, but that was you know that was it. Suck. And the worst, the worst yeah. part is Harry didn't bet it. He can claim he bet it, but he he um summoned <laughs> yeah, do we know his, what uh, brand new bride out to make the bet. And I could that without even asking him, I could tell you it didn't go through. She didn't get to the sports book or that she couldn't smart. figure out how to get into his phone or whatever. So I didn't want to rub it in, but yeah, uh, she didn't put anything in. Yeah. She, she was and late. You knew yeah. that, but you knew that. No, before. I didn't. No, I yeah, didn't. She, did. she no, was did she was late again but, to the footprint center. You, Unbelievable. You, you need somebody to put your bets in now, Harry, for you? Yeah. Darren, I'm in California. What does Harry, that mean? You should have sent her out Monday to the Footprint Center in the hopes that she got there by Tuesday and bet both sides. Like, I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't even know what to tell you. But Harry can't put a bet in. I've driven upstate and back already today. <laughs> right. Uh, and this guy can't get a <laughs> oh, bet That's right, Dave. That's I mean, right. it's, this is, this is uh, you well, know. disgusting. Come She's got to work, too. Come on. She's got to work. All right. Harry's doing his work, whatever he's doing. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you who's working, working hard. Brother Bry, these guys get picked every day on extrapoints.com. Free picks. You can do what you want with them. Um, In Bry's case, you should be backing them. Nine in a row, Bry? Nine in a row. I got, um, and I have the, well, I have my 10th one right now is going on. I have the Brewers Braves under six and a half. It's uh, zero, zero right now in the third, so. 
Wow. Mm. All right. I know we just jinxed that. I know one, I just let's jinxed celebrate it. Nine. It's going to be like let's a three. Oh, by, by, by the way, Bri, I got that on uh, best. But that was one of my picks on the best by corner today in my early uh, baseball action, too. It was the what? under six and a half. Wait, what, oh, is wow. what is that? All right. What so, is Bri, that? it stops at nine. I'm sorry. You know what the best by corner is. Oh, I forget. Don't act like you don't know. <laughs> Great. Good times, Harry. So, Harry is not uh, now not only not betting the race to 10 with us, but he's promoting other websites right at the top of the show. <laughs> right. So, this is good. Good. Really, really, he's got his head on tight. Hey, I, went, uh, I, went, I went three and zero last night. Uh, did you? But you but did oh, oh. Angie didn't get the bets in. I don't know what what no, to say. I didn't get you those went in either. No, but yeah. I did go three and zero for the listeners. His extra points right, pick lost though. We're going to yeah. celebrate Brother Bry's nine in a row, hopefully 10 in a row by the time uh, you're listening to this. We're going to go over the NBA. Uh, we recap that draft lottery. Another debacle for me. We'll go over uh, last night's game. We will preview tonight's game, Golden State and Dallas. We got some hockey coming on. We got our underdog parlay of the day. Uh, going to talk Major League Baseball. And then we're going to talk to Paul Cohorse, a good friend of mine. Worked with me on uh, Kimmel. He authored Club Pro Guys, other black book. He's a golf nut. And he's going to help us with these PGA picks. We all have picks. We have props. Lots to cover in this hour. Let's start off with the NBA. Yeah, we had that draft lottery. Mm. And I know people don't care about this, but I think it was after the podcast, right, Brian? We were talking like, I was like, hey, this would be a good, in place of race to 10, if we went live on this draft lottery and just took the three favorites, at, there were three teams at plus 550 to get the first pick, right, Brian? It was, it was Houston, it De- was Detroit, Oklahoma City, and Detroit. No, no, Houston, no, Houston Detroit, mm-hmm. and it up. Houston, Detroit, <laughs> and Orlando. Orlando. That would have been easy enough. Houston, Detroit, Orlando. Take all three of them at plus five fifty. Likely one of them hits, right? So mm. what do I do? I take two of those. Orlando being the one I omit, and then throw a plus six hundred in there, which was Oklahoma City. Uh, and so what happens? Uh, and uh, by the way, I could have scripted it out after this. Yeah. So easy, right? Orlando's winning because that's the one I miss. And not only that, I'm going to have two out of the three coming down to the wire before they go to commercial or whatever. They, I guess they went to commercial before the four, before the final four, I guess. But anyway, Orlando gets picked. You know, they're going to screw up the pick anyway. <laughs> and I lose all that money. That wasn't that much fun, Brian. I have to admit. Yeah, that's that. Um, that sucked. I mean, how great would that yeah. have been if you did take the three favorites because that ended up being the top three? Yeah, that's the way to do it. It doesn't really, uh, it really doesn't get <laughs> go too far afoot from uh, from those odds and those ping. Pong. I'm betting on ping pong balls in a way. Right. It's rock bottom. Um, yeah. Recap: Celtics Heat one eighteen one oh seven. We know the Celtics got to ten first. I know that. It seems like they had a lot of energy, a lot of emotion early on. They played defense. They hit their shots. Uh, it was close at half, and then they got smacked around in the third quarter, 39-14. They literally suited up eight players, right? And so when Grant yeah. Williams gets three, ends up with three, which, by the way, right away he had three, which is great, and Derek White ends up with seven. Now you got six players. That is a tough road to hoe if you only have, like, six players who are yeah. involved in the scoring. Although, then again, the team went over their point total. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't even know what to think, Parley Kid. What do you take from this game? Well, I think it's right on uh, par with what we had thought. Well, at least what I had thought uh, called for Miami win yeah. uh, and then Boston to bounce back in this series. But I don't know if these injuries, uh, maybe they're just not going to be able to overcome a Hawford uh, injury and, and a smart injury, uh, even if they uh, when they come back, uh, you know, mm-hmm. how healthy are they? What can they give? Uh, so 
that might put a uh, monkey wrench into the plans of a Boston win in this series, especially against a team like the Heat. You got to be at full force against a team like the mm. Heat because yeah. they do play great defense, uh, as witnessed in that third quarter last night, which is uh, one of the great defensive of quarters of all time in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. This, and the Celtics, is, ironically, get credit for playing defense more more than the Heat, I would say nationally, right? Is that right? But, um, yeah, I think you need – you got Hawford out, COVID protocol, smart out. What was that, like a knee uh, knee or ankle? Ankle? As, no, yeah, so he was supposed to play yesterday. I don't know, it was questionable. But when they're questionable, you think they play. Uh, but that's it. Um, I'm trying to think. If those guys – I kind of think they need to return by Saturday or they're in trouble, right, Harry? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Pritchard did play great off the bench for uh, yeah. Boston last night at 18 points. But again, Jimmy Butler is just so clutch in the playoffs. He was clutching the bubble in 2020 in the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston. He willed the heat to forcing six games against LeBron and AD. Um, and he was great last night again. 41 points efficient as can be. Yep. 12 of 19, four steals, three blocks. And when you got Hero and, and Vincent doing their part too, those two combined for 35 points and six assists. It's going to be hard to beat my Miami, even though they're two and three on the road. It's going to be hard to beat them overall. If those guys yep. are doing stuff like that. And Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You can't say enough. This is our friend Alex sent it to us. I, I usually don't even look at these, but in second half of games this postseason, 17 <laughs> points in the second half uh, mm -hmm. per game, uh, 59% from the field over the last quarter century, only players to average more points in the second half of games in a single postseason. Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, minimum 10 yeah. games. From Matt Williams. Well, on that's because yeah. Butler's not chucking up three pointers all game. He gets right. to his spots. That's not he his gets game, though, spot. either. Right. No, I know. He's, he plays smart, plays within himself. He gets mm. to the spots. He likes to shoot the ball on the floor and he makes shots from there. And the guy plays, he constantly plays with a chip on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. He really right. does. He, you got to love it. He brings it almost, he brings it every game. Yeah, they never brings get respect. They'll be in the finals and they won't have respect, right? Right, so, right. that's true. Yeah. That, yeah, he plays like it. And now, I give him credit. Yeah, I say they'll be in the finals, but so this is kind of how we thought. We, I, I think a lot of uh, all of us or most of us thought the Heat would win game one, but Celtics win the series. The, the, Paul Kidd, did you take the Heat for the series? I can't remember now. No, no, I have the Celtics for the series, minus one and a half games, no less. But yeah. I had the Heat winning game one. I thought we'd see kind of a, uh, mm. you know, a mediocre Celtics performance coming off that series win against the Bucs. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I Now, everything's going to that... plan except for this Hawford Smart thing. That, that's the problem, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the like, thing. We thought if they'd I lose be game making... one. But yeah. we, we probably should have waited, knowing that we like the Celtics and like the Heat in game one. Sure. Celtics for the series. Now the Heat are 155 minus 155 for the series, mm. Bri, and Heat minus four yes. in game two. I don't know. I feel like we, we're going to have to take the Heat money line or something for game Oof, two, right? Yeah, that's tough. Game two mm. is a really tough one with that four because it's like, ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Do I yep. like the Heat again? Oh, God. By the way, guys, <laughs> thanks. I, I said EP pick, three-run homer, three-run homer. Oh no! Yeah, and then, oh, and, then no. A, and then a solo shot right after it. So it's four. It's uh, four. You were fine until Harry, Harry had to start Harry bringing had up to other websites. He, he, yeah. had, he had it. Bullshit. Yeah. It's already a loss. Yeah. Thanks, right. Harry. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's that it. it. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's it. That baseball well, is unbelievable. It, baseball is my kryptonite. It is. Oh Boy. yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I, ha I have an email. I should Chocolate read this ice now. Cream. I should even <laughs> read this. This guy Scott Cox just kills you on a. On the email here. Oh. Yeah, cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. <laughs>
Sal, just from memory, the individuals and teams Harry has doomed by jumping on board teams, Kansas City offense last season. Remember all those overbet losers? I do. The Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> though maybe they've always been doomed. The four NFL teams he claimed as his favorite to end last year all lost that week. The Phoenix Suns, all he had to do was be near the stadium last week. Voila. The Toronto Maple Leafs, three games in a row, his stink cost them. Almost every baseball team from July 2020 to present. Player coaches, it's Robbie true. Ray sucked as a diamondback. Cy Young once he got 2,000 miles away. Cliff Kingsbury, second half collapses each year, only after Harry collects enough trash to make his voodoo doll. I'm sure there are plenty more that I'm too tired to think of. His actual fandom, New York Giants, since the podcast began, or the mere notion of multiple wagers breeding uh, breeds losing. Enough said, Scott C. Wow, wow. Harry, that's an impressive list. He, he really that's pretty right. really good. It's right <laughs> on the did line. He say, I, did I, he say Brock Purdy? <laughs> Shit. He didn't say Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. he, he didn't say the uh, the Braves yeah. Brewers either. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is pretty good. Unbelievable. Keep it coming. Cousin Sal against the odds at gmail.com. Maybe, maybe, think uh, of so maybe Ben Kelly can take a lesson from uh, Scott Cock. Well, those yes. are just facts. Those uh, are just facts. <laughs> just missing, okay. All right. So the good thing is they're going day by day, right? So the, it's not like uh, the Heat played the Celtics so on Tuesday and then we don't see him again until Sunday. The NBA kind of got their shit in order here, and now they're staggering every other day. So Warriors play Dallas tonight. Uh, Miami plays Boston uh, on Thursday, and then it just keeps alternating, which is great as far as I'm concerned. Let's get through this already. Golden State, five-and-a-half-point favorite, 214-and-a-half versus Dallas. Uh, Luka, Luka, Luka. I mean, just I, I like this Dallas team. I picked Dallas in six. I don't know that they win today, but I think it's close. I, I know someone's going to come up with the the Warriors and their home record and everything and against the spread. But this that this is a really good matchup for Dallas. Well, they went three out of four this year. Um, fewest mm. made threes allowed per game. That's the stat you want to have against this team, right? Yeah. That's what you want to boast. Uh, 10.7 made threes. Per game, Warriors against the spread. This is not their sweet spot as a favorite between four and six points, seven, 12, and one against the spread. Mm. All other games, 39, 31, and three. They average 16 turnovers. I'm seeing a lazy Warriors team. And by the way, I have the Warriors to win the West, but they're lazy. It's disgusting watching them most mm. of the game. 16 turnovers they average to Dallas's 10. Give me Dallas plus five. Parley kid, we're button heads here. You like the Warriors at home. Yeah, kind of, you know, I have the kind of the same feeling. Now, if I were to, uh, this was my, my other thing I was thinking about was going the Mavs in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. um, the last five games, they, they uh, blew the Suns out in the first quarter. Uh, they were a great first quarter team in the last five games of that series. That being said, I, I do kind of like uh, what happened in last night's game. The same thing here. I could see Golden State. Shaking off a little rust early. Dallas carrying some momentum coming over from their uh, Game 7 win. But again, a little fatigue then setting in on Dallas. Maybe not just physically, but emotionally. Suns pull away late third into the fourth. And they cover the spread. Did south. you say Suns? I mean Suns. <laughs> no, oh my they're gosh. Gone. Now Harry the Warriors. Them I, I, weeks ago. I've been up yeah. since four in the morning. I got so. you. The part, mm -hmm. uh, tell so, everyone yeah. what you did. Warriors. You drove, you drove like five hours, four and a half hours. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's not bad. It's I, it, I basically went up to Oneonta, kind of in the Cooperstown area. Right. And uh, picked up. We loaded some the car up. Came back down. Got back right at one. Uh, you know, about fifteen minutes here before the podcast. So nice. Straight. God you know, bless so really you. no rest. Um. One quick stop for the bathroom for, you know, 
look what we have to do. And back you didn't on the stop road. to eat, huh? No Roscoe back Diner. I tell no? you what, no, no, it's Sal. You know what's so crazy? I took a picture of it just so you know. It's gone. So we go this by the Roscoe Diner all the time when we get right. we get off that exit. Yeah, and then we go, um, and then so we get to uh, we had to make a about not about third twenty minutes out of Roscoe. So there's the Andes, right? If we make a right, we're gonna mm-hmm. head into Camp Aquago, Sal. Oh, is that right? One, one, That's where we had our go football left. Camp. We're going to yeah. Oneonta. I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna head there one day. I'm just gonna make a right, head to Camp Aquago for the wow. football. You know, I'd take be some, surprised snap if some pictures. Any, yeah, I think no, I think it's still there. I think really? it's still there. I don't, you know, all those. Think, yeah, I think Camp Aquago. There's still a in plate there. of brownies in the auditorium. That I hid <laughs> there uh, back in that. Uh, Might not have been used since then, but I, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's gotta it's gotta still be there. Right. All right, brother Bri, you got some weird shit here. Why the Warriors? Yeah, uh, I'm taking, you like them in the third quarter. What are you? Uh, some kind of maniac? I'm taking the Warriors minus one and a half third <clears throat> quarter. So this is kind of what Parlay Kid was just saying, right? I do think Dallas comes yeah. out. I think they play pretty well. You know, they have some momentum from the last Suns game. I think they play pretty well mm-hmm. in the first half. I think the Warriors, mm-hmm. you know, have a little bit of rust early on. I think it's a you know a little bit close. I could see the the Mavericks even winning at half. But then you know the Warriors were the best team in the third quarter this season. I don't know if you remembered years ago when they mm. when they had those yep. dominant runs, they were absolutely dominant in those third quarters, especially in the third quarter. Even this year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they were the best team in the third quarter this year. Uh, yeah. they were dominant years ago uh, when they had those mm-hmm. those big runs. Uh, but they they haven't actually against Memphis. They weren't really. They were actually pretty bad in the third quarter. But I do mm-hmm. think I do see them coming out in the second half, knocking uh, once they knock off some of this rust again. Like the, like we said before, they haven't played in five days. So right. um, I do think they pull away late in this game. So I'm going to take them minus one and a half third quarter. So what kind of score are you is ideal for you at halftime um, for for you to like this? Bet? I'm okay anywhere with Tied? if they're if they're losing. Fantastic. If yeah, but as long as they're not up fifteen at half. Fifteen. As long yeah. as they're not I'd up be a little nervous. Half, up be, nine. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. 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 Ten okay. to fifteen, I guess, is like a n- so not good. anywhere from losing to up ten. You like this yeah, yeah. Uh, bet? Yeah. We got to make it now, though. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, Harry under two fourteen and a half. Yeah. Yesterday I went with the total. I went with the Celtics over one on one and a half. And for the game tonight, I'm going to go under two fourteen and a half. Uh, Dallas defense held Phoenix to 90 and 86 in the last two games. These two teams gave up the least points in the Western conference in the regular season. And either one of the teams in six straight games between these two teams, six straight games that they played one team in that game has scored under a hundred points. So I'm going to go way under nice. 214 and a half. I think it's a defensive struggle. Maybe both teams don't reach hundred. Interesting. All right. That's pretty good. Hey, I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action. Now we're going to switch to NFL because it's time. The rosters are loaded and now is the time. The largest best ball prize pool is here and it's mm. only at Underdog Fantasy. $10 million in total prize money. Three prizes of a million dollars or more. The best place to play fantasy football this summer is Underdog. Yes, Underdog. Going to double your first deposit up to $100 when you sign up with promo code Cousin Sal. That's four free entries into the best ball Mania 3. Yes. What are you waiting for? Head to underdogfantasy.com or the App Store. Sign up for Underdog with promo code Cousin Sal today. I had Harry sign up. He loves it. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Cousin Sal. Last year, someone won the seven-figure prize entering their lineup in June. So it's not too early. No waivers, trades, or lineup settings. Set it and forget it. 
Underdog Fantasy lets you draft a fantasy team in minutes. You could do it for basketball. We're going to show you how. Sign up with promo code Cousin Sal. Double your first deposit, 100 bucks in bonus cash, $10 or more. Get $100 free if you deposit 100 You know the drill. And now it's time. I'm going to give you my underdog play of the day. Andrew Wiggins, 16 or more points. Yes, go right there on the app. He's at 16 or more in five of the last six Mm. games. The only one he missed in that stretch was game five versus the Grizzlies when he only played 19 minutes. But four games versus Dallas, he averaged 16 and a half points. He went over 17 in three of those four games. The one he didn't was a 40-point blowout where everyone's playing time was cut. They need a guy like him to score tonight. I know you maybe don't feel confident betting on a guy named Andrew in a basketball game. It's scary, but load up on Wiggins, 16 or over. He goes for 21 tonight. Harry, look in the rivalry section. Pick me a winner. Yeah, I'm going to take Reggie Bullock to have more three-pointers tonight than Dorian Finney-Smith. Look, mm. Bullock, Bullock's got four, had four more in three games versus Phoenix, and he had three or more in five of the six games versus Utah in the series before. Meanwhile, Finney-Smith on the road, much different than he is at home. This game's in Golden State. He has ju- he had just five three-pointers on the road against Phoenix in four games. Give me Bullock, more threes than Finney-Smith. All right. I like that Harry went back and forth between Bullock and Bullock. He really, you, I mean, you tried. You tried to pronounce Did his I? name like he wants. Yeah. I think it's 67%. Right. Good job by you. I'll take All right. Uh, Brother Bry, give us a prop now. What do you like for tonight? Yeah. I like uh, Looney over six and a half rebounds at minus 134. I obviously, Looney had that monster 22 rebound uh, performance in game six against Memphis. Even though we know that's an aberration, it's not going to happen again. But I do think that will lead to him getting a little bit more playing time in this series in the regular season against the Mavericks. He did average eight and a half boards in uh, the four games he played. Um, He's one of the few legit bigs that are going to be on the court. So I think he, you know, Uh I could see him easily pulling down eight or nine rebounds tonight and probably like, you know, 20, 20 minutes of action. Who is his, who got up again? Is it Miller? Who's, um, well, I'm it depends. They'll sure. put, they'll throw Powell out there first, the Mavericks. Oh, Powell, so, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But then he yeah. comes out pretty quick, you know, so that yeah. they'll go small pretty fast. I think. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think there's a Miller. Yeah, Powell's a guy. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm looking at this thing now. Someone sent us Luca drinking beers today, right now. This is going on now. Uh, an hour ago, Slav moments in Bay Area. Someone has a picture of Luca drinking a beer. Mm. Right. Is it ap- um, maybe it's apple juice? Maybe it's apple juice. Harry, you want to change uh, Luker over one and a half steals? No, I'm going to roll with that at minus 118. Everyone talks about his offense, but let's mm-hmm. go defense a little bit here. Five straight games versus Phoenix. He had two or more. He had uh, two in two of the three games played in the Utah series in the first round. And four of his last five games against Golden State, he's had two or more. And we discussed this, how you mentioned earlier, uh, how Golden State can be sloppy with the ball and the turnovers. Give me Luka over at least two steals at minus 118. That's pretty good. Two or more steals. All right, Parley Kid, what do you like? I'm going to be rolling with Spencer Dinwiddie over 15 plus points at plus mm-hmm. 215. Dinwiddie has gone for 30 and 15 in his last two games. Finally starts to looking comfortable here in this uh, offense. It's been a while, especially been a little inconsistent in the playoffs, but for the Mavs to have any uh, chance of winning, a guy like Dinwiddie's going to have to stay hot. He's 10 for his last 14 and shooting threes in his last two games. 15-plus points for Dinwiddie. Uh, he, he's got this, plus 215. 
Parlay kid, you can get Spencer Dinwiddie at 140 to one to win the Western Conference Finals MVP. You biting mm. it all? No, <laughs> no, no, good. Uh, let's go over those real quick. Steph Curry favored at minus 105. This is Western Conference most valuable player. Luca plus 185. Clay Thompson nine to one. Draymond plus 950. Jordan Poole 22 to one. You have to go down to the next. The next Maverick is Jalen Brunson at 50 to one. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, that, that's yeah. nuts. I, I'm taking Luca. I have Dallas to win the series, so I don't think they could do it without big Luca games. What sucks yeah. is I get it, it doesn't always match up, but it's exactly the same price as taking Dallas to win yeah. the series, plus 185. So you're not get, I mean, there's no way he wins if the Warriors win in seven, right? I'm just trying to think of why this would be the same. Um, then you're not getting a, any break there with the Luca price at plus 185 versus just taking Dallas. Straight up, but you do get Fandle does have a bunch of uh, good things here. They have double double in all games played plus eight fifty. I like that double double. He's had one in the last five games and eight of his last ten. He could fairly easily mm. string another wow. five or six in a row together. Isn't that high, Bry? Plus eight fifty for all double doubles. I like it. I mean, what you know, if you only if this series, what if the series goes five games, right? Like, uh, yeah, he definitely could do. I, I mean, I. It's pretty good because the fact that Luca obviously clearly could get, you know, he, you know, he, he tends to maybe all of a sudden goes crazy with rebounds one game and he might have like eight in the first like quarter right. uh, or assists, you know, so you, you get, you get two yep. chances here with him. So I, I thought that was, th I thought that was pretty good. And again, we talked about this yesterday. The only thing that sucks with these bets blowouts. would be if you blowouts. had a blowout, but yeah. I do think Luca's going to stay, even if they're down. I mean, I guess the biggest thing would be as if, if they're up 30 something in the like third quarter. But if they're down 20, you know, five, Luca's still going to be in the game in the yeah. third quarter. Yeah. Up so numbers. like take that last game again. I think he had a double. They had double double against Phoenix and they were winning by 40 after like four minutes of play. But um, and he, you're right. He averages like 37 minutes in the playoffs, 32, 10 and six. You know, he could get it with the assist, too. He's not just one of these guys like our oh, double double. It has to be rebounds. Yeah, if there's a blowout, he probably sits. But I like that you're not all dependent on rebounds. I also like 28 or more in every game is plus 230. I just think he gets he gets to 30 uh, yeah. every single mm -hmm. time. But uh, all right, Harry, what are you going for MVP? I'm going to take Clay Thompson. Um, at, like you said, nine to one. Um, he's been he spotty. sucks though. You shouldn't take. Him. <laughs> he's been spotty at times in the playoffs, but still, in the last <laughs> game against Memphis, he did have 30 and eight threes. Um, he's second on the team in scoring still in the playoffs. He leads the team in three point percentage at 41%, which Curry's at only 35, averaging almost four threes a game, 21 and five mm. average. He's getting one and a half steals, one block, too. Uh, so yeah. give me a shot at nine to one with Clay. And maybe, maybe the voters consider him a little bit more considering what he did in the 2019 finals against Toronto before he went out with that injury. He was playing great, missed two seasons. So maybe they consider him a little bit more if this, uh, if they win the series and, him and we'll come back player slash MVP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I skipped you, Paula kid. You're with me on Luca. Yeah. Well, sorry. I'm, I'm with you on Luca. I'm on the Mavericks. So, right. um, I don't see a path uh, forward for the Mavericks to win this series mm -hmm. without Luca. So, um, if I'm on the Mavericks, I have to be on Luca, uh, to win this MVP. Uh, yeah, I get it. It's still plus one eighty five, but I guess, um, uh, Everybody else sees no uh, path uh, either. 
yeah. for Luca uh, for Dallas to win this series without Luca being the MVP. Now, I mean, Brunson the I, next I at fifty that. to one. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that for the the runner up mm. from a team. Wow. Right? Mm. Uh, wow. No, yeah. that's that's that is incredible. They have I mean, a lot here. They have, you know, this would be fun. Like Curry series high three pointers made average. I mean, every time a three pointer goes up, whether it's Curry or not, you're you got a rooting interest. That's fun. Plus one sixty, or you could take Luca plus two ten. You know, any of these guys, Clay plus two sixty, Harry. That'd be a good one for you. Yeah. You like him for MVP too. Uh, series average points per game, Luca minus three ninety. Curry plus three twenty, but Brian, what are you going? You're going with a, a monster here. Well, yeah, I mean, I do, I do like Clay a little bit at nine to one. But when I was looking at, it, I was like, that's a little bit fun odds with Wiggins at ninety five to one. I, I figured I'd change it up here. I, you know, Wiggins has pretty been pretty consistent. I know you're taking his points. Uh, he's been pretty consistent mm-hmm. of scoring like seventeen or eighteen a night, right? That's usually what he's asked to do. Yep. But yeah. look, there's a small. Um, it's obviously very small, and it's a long shot here. Uh, the fact that it's 95 to one, but you know, he's likely going to be going up against Luca. I would think he's the first probably defender. Uh, yep. You know, I would think Wiggins is put on him first. Maybe they change it up once in a while, but say he holds Luca to poor shooting the whole series for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, and he does a good job there. And then also if Luca is guarding Wiggins, I could, I could easily see Wiggins attacking Luca offensively, right? He's the one yeah. weak, weak spot on there. Uh, defense. So again, I just I saw those odds at ninety five to one, and I thought, you know, Wiggins could easily be at times yeah. he could look like the best player in like a short stretch. Obviously not right. over the course of a long season, yeah. but in the so- short stretch for the Warriors. So ninety five to yeah. one, I thought was fun. I like a yeah. lot of these yeah. on Fanduel. Luca highest points, rebounds, and assists averages in series plus one eighty five. He's a mm. heavy favorite on all of those um, mm. individually. Curry, Thompson, and Poole average 75 or more points combined. Man, I don't like that that much. Yeah. It's tough. It's so hard yeah, to find are, somebody uh, other than Luka, though, because he, you know, he sat most of the game because he blew up Phoenix in Game 7, but that was his lowest shooting game of uh, of the playoffs where 19 shots. He averages about 24 a game, so... Oh, yeah. You know, anyone yeah. else on Dallas? Yeah, the blowouts will hurt you on these. No, no, there's no question about mm-hmm. it, but, um, but uh, worth it and a lot of fun uh, for a lot of these. Hey, baseball, though, guys. Baseball season, you can turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers could step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, turn little bets into big paydays. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has parlay insurance, Harry. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I love, and I know you love, Betting on FanDuel has great promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app. You get paid fast. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against the odds to get started with your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Brian, mm. how are you doing in that baseball game? And do you have that on there? Um, it's 4 nothing bottom fourth. So we got a 4 nothing bottom four. I, All I right, can only so. give up two more runs, so it's not. It's All not right, you need a few more. You need zero frames here coming up. <laughs> yep. uh, got to do that. I will say yep. with baseball, boy, Aaron Judge. Are the Yankees parlay kid? Are they going to be bummed they didn't sign him to the big deal? Well, they didn't bite? They tried to sign him. They yeah. they did. I mean, and I at the time, I thought it was a fair deal. Um, still might still might think it's a fair deal. Uh, but Judge is uh he has 14 home runs. Here. What does he t- do? T- he uh is he at 14, 14 now? 14 I think, right? Yesterday. 14. Yeah, I mean, he's making You have three he's guys making, with 10 or more. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I 
it's 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 good news for the Yankees. And if you remember, Sal, back when we uh, made our picks early mm-hmm. in the season, I think with Jen Piancente, right? Um, I had uh, I picked uh, Judge to be the home run leader, and I said I would like to see Judge sign, but for the purpose of this bet, I hope he doesn't get signed, right? Because mm-hmm. he would most likely be uh, on the field a lot, playing a lot, and has to produce a lot, and he's doing that. I mean, look, he's he's. Uh, Putting his money uh, where his mouth is, right? That's for sure. So he's getting it. He's getting it done. Where I give is, the guy uh, credit because yeah. What, it, what kind of odds did you get on uh, a top home 50, run? Game? I think it was fifteen to one. Yeah, at that's the time. Good. Currently, um, uh, you should buy out of that. He's currently three to one odds with the uh, wow. fourteen home runs, but he's yeah. gonna get hurt. You know how this goes. He'll get no, hurt. That, He'll, that, I mean, move. maybe not yeah, this year done. because it's a contract year. So yeah, but no, give him credit because. I think it's so hard to hit a baseball, especially when you really have to do it. When you have to produce, right. it is so hard. The pressure that is on him to produce for for you know for his livelihood, yeah, is uh, amazing. He's really stepped no, up. No, definitely so good for helps him. with the fence is two hundred twelve feet away. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It is, it is hard. Uh, he, he makes Alonzo look like a little child. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what some of these drugs will do. Uh, no, three to one. Three to one odds for most home runs. I'll tell you what. I'm looking. Uh, of course, Judge is, is the favorite, and looks like he's no s- s- sign of slowing down. But Byron Buxton, I was looking, eleven home runs and only ninety at bats. Um, you know, he's back and playing steadily. Fourteen to one odds for uh, most home runs, and he's only a couple Not behind. Good. So I wouldn't Bad. mind. Uh, wouldn't mind looking at that. All right, let's recap. Um, let's recap Tuesday night in the NHL. The Lightning beat up on the Panthers. That was on the road. Was that four-one final? Everybody wants this Lightning team to go away. I don't think it's happening. Um, and the Avs wow. beat the Blues in overtime. Thank God, I had that. I had them minus a, a puck and a half, and a very weird line change in the middle of a shorthanded situation led to a, a tying goal late in the third. Yeah. Otherwise, I would maybe potentially could have had a shot at an empty netter tonight. We got Rangers, Hurricanes, and Oilers, Flames. Uh, Spaghetti, you're here. How are you feeling about these Rangers? You're an underdog game one. Not, not feeling great, but, um, you know, the, the good news is there are getting some guys back and the, the bottom lines, hopefully for the series. And I mean, maybe look, this, the long series for the hurricanes catch up to them. They are dealing with the backup goalie stuff, uh, but they have on as a regular season. So not expecting anything big in game one, but as the Rangers show that they could lose game one, uh, and come back and win a series. So I'm not overly upset if they lose tonight. No, and and also they're not playing the Penguins. Why should any game matter uh, going forward? I totally, right? I actually agree. I, I actually agree with that. It just <laughs> well, really probably spent emotionally. Uh, yeah, I, right? like I, it's everything now is just gravy. I, I, it was so mentally exhausting. It was so draining. I'm just so happy now. Just like they have to lose, whatever. No Canes fans are going to attack me. It's fine. Move on. I think we have to hire like a Hurricanes fan. Well, we have to find one first. That would be tough, and then <laughs> uh, hire them, and then just put them on, just so they could butt heads with you. I wonder like who the mo- most combative. Um, Hurricanes fan is we got to bring him to do battle with uh, Eddie Spaghetti, but uh, so that is one game. Uh, second game, so all right, so Pauly Kid, what do you have, boy? This over under first period one and a half. It's it's really gone back and forth over the last two weeks. Under's been the yeah. trend, I think. So you like it under yeah. in the first period? Yeah, I'm taking under one and a half at minus one hundred four for this the Rangers, Rangers Hurricanes. Uh, yep. Hurricanes game tonight. Uh, if you watched last night's game, both games. Uh, it was one goal scored mm-hmm. uh, in the first period, so they went under. I think especially as we go forward now, these games are going to get a little bit more even intense than they were in round one. Teams are going to come out. I think like the Hurricanes come out tonight 
They throw their body around in period one. They beat up on the Rangers a little bit physically before they start scoring some goals. I expect a, a very tightly contested first uh, period uh, tonight. So um, I can see it being one nothing 0-0 either side. So let's take the under one and a half goals in that game. All right, brother Bry, uh, you and Harry have player props. You, you shoot first. Yeah, well, I do like uh, I like the unders in these games too. I, I like what part of the mm-hmm. kids saying, and um, I think we're both we're going to see both games go under there. Um, but I'm going to take Sebastian Ajo over two and a half shots at minus one one twenty six for the Hurricanes. With the way the Rangers played against Pittsburgh, it makes me think they're going to give up a lot of shots, a lot a lot of opportunities to the Hurricanes. Ajo had a solid first round, but could be even better in this series. During the season, he played really well against the Rangers. Averaged three and a half shots per game. Also had like seven points in four games against the Rangers. Um, so I'm going to take him at over two and a half shots. All right, Harry, what's your player prop? Yeah, last night my player prop hit in the first 10 minutes. So hopefully we can do this again today. I'm I know take- he's bragging about it. He's got the St. Louis idiot. And I, I have so much money on abs. It's like, oh, I, I collected here. You like, won. Right. Don't worry about it. You won. <laughs> I it's was fine. worried about you it. Won. That game sucked for me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the Flames. Johnny Goudreau, Harley Kid, I think, likes this one too. Over a half of assists mm. at minus mm. 118. Now, Goudreau led the Flames with 75 assists on yep. the season, recorded at least one assist in six of the seven games in the first round of the playoffs against the Dallas Stars. Meanwhile, there were only 29 goals scored in that entire series. And in his last contest against the Oilers, he produced five, five assists in the one game. And he's got eight assists in his last three meetings. against nice. Gaudreau, over a half of assists, minus 118 against the Flames. Well, good. Yeah. I expect a text because like you're going it. against me again, or I'm going against you because I have the Flames oil is under so that Gaudreau will mm. score probably a hat trick in the first period. And then Harry will be bragging, <laughs> even though I have the under six and a half. Uh, he, did have the, lost, he did have yeah. the game winner against the Stars to, make, to push it to the second uh, round of this play. Well, so. I'm trying to look, and you have over in goals in this series anyway, right? Then you do like a total over, over goals 31 thing? and a half. Yep. Yeah. So the trends say over in all these games. There were 33 goals in the last four games these two teams played. The Oilers lost four of the last five against the Flames. Uh, <laughs> but I look at these first period unders and like the Parlay Kid and then, you know, and the late starts for both these teams. I think we're talking a different game here. Goaltending stepped up last series. Mike Smith, I know the Kings aren't a juggernaut offensively, but two. 2.2 goals against and Jacob marks from like a goal and a half against Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just see it's going to be like one of these games where everyone's screaming about dry sidle and McDavid and how they can't put the puck in the net. Mm. And it's going to be a three, two final flames win. I'll go under six and a half. All right, let's take a break. And then we'll talk golf with our pal, Paul Cohors. All right, let's bring in our guest. He's a very talented writer and golf handicapper who correctly predicted that Carson Daly would win the 2017 AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He's the author of Club Pro Guy's other black book, our good pal, the Dutch Mook, Paul Kohlers is here. What's happening, Paul? Hey, fellas. Thank you for having me on. I threw you in that intro there, and I forgot that you worked uh, with Carson Daly or for Carson <laughs> I forgot you worked on that staff. I Remember, did work on that staff. I re- yeah, I, yeah that, was a, that was a blast. That was a... Uh... We were teaching Carson how to tell jokes when he was when he wanted to be a you know a late night yuckster. It was it was an yeah. incredible job. He really wanted to be a golfer, um, but uh, think things went south, and uh, all of a sudden he's a, a world famous um, TV personality. But anyway, I worked with you on the on Jimmy Kimmel Live for many many years. But golf is your passion. You wrote this book, 
Club Pro guys, other black book. What what about the other black book? Well, is there another? Uh, are you, you going to write about the other? The, the I mean, we're talking about the other black. Is there another black book? It, it, well, <laughs> if you know Club uh, Pro guys, a famous Lothario, he actually. Uh, I, I have some. I have a scoop. He's actually going to be on the Manning Cast uh, this week. Oh wow! Um, the Golf Manning Cast, that is. But uh, yeah. he um, he uh, has written a. Uh, a book about his exploits both on and off the course. So I think the other black book is, is the one of, uh, of like, I got uh, you. Paul. I'm holding this up now. There you right, go. Right. <laughs> I got you there. There it is right there. It's fun. It's a quick yes. read. It's a lot of fun. There you go. Course is all over that. Who's on the front there. That is, that is the club pro guy, uh, That's showing off the move that, that got him once eight pars in a row on the Mexican mini tour. It was a huge, wow. Feat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got this PGA chat. You've lost your voice. You're, I should point out you're a Warriors fan. You're yes, going to lose it again. Get quick prediction right there. He likes everything Bay area, right? Warriors and giants. Five. Warriors in five? five. Yes. Really? Yes. This uh, Luca doesn't scare you at all, huh? No, not at all. Locked in Wiggins. I think we'll do a great job on him. Uh, I'm yeah. incredibly bullish. They, they played so terribly in that Memphis series. It cannot get worse. I think, yeah. I think Mavericks would win, win one with some incredible three point shooting or Luca goes for 45 or something like that. So I feel great but about the series. Wow. Really do. Very Ooh. confident. Paul of every, you don't understand. Like what, what's the name of your fantasy team in the league the that you've won? State probably. Giant 49er Sharks. The extra. Yeah, Golden State uh, Giant 49er <laughs> Sharks. He likes the A's, the Giants, the 49ers, uh, the Warriors. Well, I mean, every bed. It's good. It's nice to like own like 300 miles of square foot, right? Well, when I lived in Los Angeles, I one time tried on a Dodgers hat. I said, let me do it. I love Los yeah. Angeles. This is my home. Let me see. I put on the Dodgers hat. I'm like, nope. This, I can't do it. I, and I had Couldn't to walk. Do it. Couldn't do mm. it. All right. Well, you might have no made way. the right choice there. Although you didn't on that called strike three. Um, I know you're still <sighs> still kicking yourself against Dear the Dodgers. I know it's rough. All right. But we're on to the PGA Championship. Is this your least favorite of the majors? Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, you know, uh, it, it also seems like non, there, there have been incredible PGA Championships. I mean, some of these incredibly memorable uh, duels in this, in this event. But uh, you know, mm -hmm. for me, I personally think the open championship is the most fun. I just kind of like that style of golf a bit more. Really? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah the PGA championship, uh, I have a hard time getting it, uh, getting it up for it, but okay. I think this is a fun course this year. And I like the new condensed format with all the majors going bang, 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 bang after each other. I think mm -hmm. that it, it's better for the PGA championship to put it earlier in the year. Cause it, it also kind of used to feel like a bit like a, an also ran now having right. it here smack dab in the middle of the major season, I think is a much better place for it. Yeah. Right. You got all the best players and it's a, if you will, if you, it's a warm up round for the others, but uh, with the, with the masters, obviously kicking things off. All right. So give us uh, your winner. This is in Southern Hills. Um, I think you're going to give us a winner and a long shot. Start talking about uh, who you like on this. Well, so, I, as it is now, Rom and Scheffler are favored at 12 to one. Rory and JT are 16 to one. Spieth 17 to one. And because I have to mention, even though he doesn't have a chance, Tiger Woods 70 to one. And he's actually dead even to make or miss huh. the cut. So first, we'll start with that. So we can get Tiger out of the way. Well, any chance? I'm not yeah. going to touch Tiger. You know, I, I could see it happening at Masters because he did it at Augusta. You know, he, he mm -hmm. won when he had kind of no business winning. And I think there is a little bit of um, magic uh, fairy dust that happens on the fairways of Augusta National. And I just don't think that the amount of reps he's playing at this point 
he just can't pull it off in a course like this. There's too many great young players in too good a form right now to do it. I, I just don't see it happening. So um, I would say that my number one play is going to be, I don't want to be Sunday night when this round, when the tournament's over, be kicking myself in the couch, being like the winner was sitting right there. I'm an idiot. Why didn't I have it? And I, he's the favorite along with Rom. I'm going to go with Scheffler at plus 1200. Mm. That's actually a great payday. Um, he's, it's a course that he said is literally his favorite course. He's done yeah. nothing but win. He's on this incredible heater. Confidence is so huge in this game. If on Sunday night, Shuffler wins, and I'm not part of it, I'm going to be like, yeah. how did I miss this? And at plus 1,200, I actually like that payout. That's better than you're getting in, uh, in most of these majors. And, and so I want to be mm-hmm. participating in it. So I like that play. Paulie Kid, that's your guy, Scheffler, right? Now, maybe not for this tournament, but in the past, he's been, he's won you money. Yeah, Scheffler's been good to me, Sal. You know, since I started betting golf, uh, thanks to you bastards a couple of years ago, <laughs> uh, Scheffler's been real good to me, uh, especially in the last, uh, uh, you know, oh. six months or so. Yeah. That's for sure. Callers, you used to give me bets, golf bets, like a decade ago. I'm like, what is this shit? Stop with this. What, what are we even doing here? Uh, but uh, now we can't get enough of it. We love it. Like, uh, really, like, there's a lot going on. I'm going to be watching a ton of golf this weekend. I think it's the crazy. pandemic was very good for golf, both on the course yeah. and, and for the, the betting, world, that, betting world. That's for sure. Right. All right. Well, let's get a pick from you, Paul. Okay. We'll go through our best bets, and then uh, we'll let Paul uh, jump in. With yeah, profits. so I'm taking my, my winner here, right, Sal? Yep. Okay, and I, you, you guys all know this, right? So this year I haven't won a thing in golf, but right. last year I, I had a historic uh, year in betting golf. Harry, about eight, nine winners, yeah, absolutely, throughout the course of the year. Yep. Wow. And I don't know any. I really, and I don't <laughs> know much about this. I've only, I've a Johnny come lately to betting golf, betting everything else, but when it comes to golf, three or four years. But I'm gonna go twenty-one to one. All right, uh, at Patrick Cantley in this uh, tournament, right? Really a good all-around game, uh, gain strokes uh, in all four categories here. Uh, He's come on as of late, been playing pretty well. Uh, I think he made the playoffs here at the RBC Heritage, Mm -hmm. uh, losing, uh, I guess, in the the very end of that tournament here. Uh, Was second in the team play to Sprite, exactly. So, he's got a good all-around game. I think he fits his course well. Good, uh, good driver, good putting game, everything, good all around. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one to one for Kelly, and he, we're waiting for him to win one of these majors, right? right? And Harry, and Harry, you screwed me on this because you promised me you would not, <laughs> you would not take Xander I for know. anything ever again. Uh- yeah. And you're going with that. You're bump. doing it, come Harry. On. Xander? I, come on, Harry. I'm taking Xander, but I don't love it. But look, this is a course where <laughs> this is a course it. where I don't love I don't love it. I don't. But I, I you, you don't guys, have I'm to off. take it, Harry. There's other golfers. Oh, I told these guys I was off Xander and everything, but this tournament hasn't been played in the PGA <laughs> since 2007, so it's different for everybody here. Xander was 33 to one last night. He's down to 24 to one. Yeah. He does have six top tens this year, uh six uh top twenties this year out of ten events. Um, a tasted victory, which you know, we, he's always been close, but never gotten it done. He did taste victory a couple of weeks ago in New, about a month ago in New Orleans when he was partners with Patrick Cantlay, who might be the best yep. uh, player out there who doesn't have a major. But so he did win that. He finished uh, six, uh, fourth at Byron Nelson last week. He shot a 61 on Sunday. So maybe he's getting his game back a little bit here. I'm going to take Xander. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 
33 to one last night, down to 24 to one, but also top, top USA might be the better play here at 20 to one. All right. Well, I guess I like both those picks and there's a, there's a big reason we talked about this before the masters masters. There's been this trend that's been hitting in 17 out of the last 24 majors. It was a guy who's never won a major before. This is mm-hmm. 71% of the time. And wow. so, okay. You got Cantley, you got Xander and you have, you know, maybe even a Cam Smith. fits that bill that mm-hmm. is consistently yep. hit. Winning that first major is seemingly doable. Winning that second major is very, very difficult. So yeah. I love Cantley and Xander, you know, for both for that sort of uh, that, that category. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mook, uh, answer that. Uh, you know, just uh, humor me on this. I think there are way too many cams, and it's hard to keep track of. There are now thirteen cams out of like seventy golfers. It's. Cr- I think there should be a cut before the cut to see how many cams can enter the tournament. Like have all thirteen of them line up. They go from Tuesday and Wednesday. They play a mini tournament, and then four of them could advance to the real thing. Is there that? a top? Is there a top cam category on FanDuel? Oh, right. There should be <laughs> there, top cam. There, you're right. right. There, there should be for sure. Yeah, there's there's too many to list. I think. All right, Bri, give him your pick. Uh, Paul likes uh, both Cantley and uh, Xander, along with his um. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler I mean, I pick. think Paul's right. I mean, I think you do have to have some money on Scheffler because you're going to feel like an idiot if you yeah. do not have him. But I'm going to take Matsuyama right. at twenty four to one. Um, I don't think I, I haven't taken him in a few years, but I, I'd like to jump back on him here. Uh, he finished third last week at the Byron Nelson, 14th at the Masters, and he had a bad, th- you know, his he had a bad third round there too, where you know, otherwise he could have finished in the top five. He has five top ten finishes in 13 events. He has two wins. His game should play well there, so I, I like him at 24 to one. All right. Uh, Paul doesn't like that one. You don't like that one. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that one. I mean, uh, I'm fine with that one. I, you know, I want to, I, I like, as Harry said earlier, you know, I like, um, well, I want to play top American and the top American, yeah. uh, I mean, sorry, an American winner is yeah. minus 150. Um, uh-huh. So I think you got the majority of the top guys in the field if you play top American. And then, you know, if you want to, Sort of the only guys that you got to duck on that are Cam Smith and Rom. Hideki, uh, uh, Hideki, I, I've been a little bit off this year, but um, you know, if you want to play 150 for the top American for the American winner, you can also mm-hmm. play Rom, the top continental Europe at plus 390. Well, I, 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 I love I Top think, Spaniard. I, I go Rom Top Spaniard. <laughs> By the way, that's going to yeah. be when Serge <laughs> leaves the tour. That's going to be like yeah. a minus 800. So I'm not. Uh, you got to grab it now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, let's go to. Uh, well, I don't know. You have any other long shots you want to jump on before we uh, go to props? Me? Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Well, you know what? They, they, you know what? I didn't know that they. I didn't know this. I should have known this. You know, they have a champions dinner for the PGA Championship every year, hmm. and they posted a picture the other day. And you're used to seeing the great masters. You know, on the Masters Hype Week, you see the photo yeah. of the champions yeah. dinner, and you're like, oh my god, look at all these stars. And they had this photo of like, I, I need to Google how these guys are. It's got Sean McKeel. It's got Mark Brooks. It's got mm. Rich Beam. It's got, and then the background sitting there right in front of me is Keegan Bradley. And mm. Keegan has been playing fantastic the last few weeks. He hasn't won in a while, but he's mm. got a TA to T4 and a T2 in the last three weeks. The stroke stain mm. stats are really good this year. And he's plus 9,000. I mean, look, he's, he's won it before. Um, maybe he's the guy who could do it again, but at that number, I like it. And, and his form is right. great. Nice. 
All right. I forgot to give my pick, which is Jordan Spieth at 17 to one. I, I know you love Scheffler 12 to one. I don't like taking these guys under 20, but I, I do like the way he's playing. He's paired with Tiger and Rory Thursday and Friday. Should people read into that a lot? I mean, I feel like you could go either way. Like, oh, he's going to get rattled or, oh, it's going to uh, it's going to, you know, li- lift huh. his gameplay. Where, where are you on just that part of it? Playing with the uh, legends like that. I don't think Spieth minds the chaos. I know that uh, at one point Rory has said, he has said that it actually is like a disadvantage to Tiger having to play with the chaos around him all the time. So right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Speak is a guy who is very used to that insane level of limelight. And, and I don't think that would necessarily uh, right. affect up. Uh, okay. He's got enough might not elevate around his, his head. It might not. He's, uh, he's going for the career grand slam. He's the only one he doesn't have. Played well. You know, second last week at Byron mm. Nelson, one at Hilton Head a few weeks ago, ranks ninth in strokes gained approach, uh, eighth in yeah. strokes gained around the greens. He's been great with the iron, right? And I don't have to tell you, at Southern Hills, you have to be precise with these irons. I tell these guys all the time, Paul. No, uh, speed 17 to <laughs> one. That's my winner. I'll give you my uh, prop right now. Joaquin Neiman. By the way, this guy's only 23. It's unbelievable how many young golfers. Wow. Is, is this always Crazy. been like this? But we're just like, oh, no, there's young golfers. So mm-hmm. um, 23 years old, tied for 30th last year. I like him for top 40, which is minus 115. Mm. Posted four top 12 finishes this year. He won the Genesis, which is right here in L.A. Uh, second in par four efficiency, 450 to 500 yards, which is, uh, I think, going to be one of the key key uh, factors given the course layout this week. Joaquin Neiman, top 40. Uh, Harry, you have Neiman round one, top 20. You got to make things difficult, don't you? I do. I do. Listen, round one only, top 20 at plus 280. Neiman in his last six individual play events, Hmm. starting with, like you said, Sal, at Riviera, he shot a 63 in LA. The Chilean has broke 70 in five of those six events. Uh, had a six Why do you got to get racial on us? Who cares? So what? He's Chilean. Right. I know, right? Had a six. Uh, oh, there's not many out there. He's, he's like one of only two guys uh, that's out there on the tour. 67 yeah. at TV Sawgrass. 65, Sal, you mentioned at Arbortown in, uh, in, in South Carolina. And he's second in, in the tour in round one average. So Neiman at top 20, plus 280, pretty good. All right. Parley Kid, what's your uh, prop here, player prop? So my Canadian friend, Corey oh. Connors, uh, <laughs> top 30 at plus 125. Uh, Connors has been good to me. I had him in the Masters to make top 10. He right. came in sixth. We banged that one out. In his last seven events, he's been in the top 35, which is pretty good. Not too shabby. Seven straight times. He has five uh, top 20s and majors in his career, including three top 10s in the Masters. Let's take... My Canadian pal, Corey Connors, <laughs> mm-hmm. top 30 at plus 125. All right, Brian, do you have a Chilean or a I Canadian know. that we haven't talked well, about? Oh, no, you like Keegan Bradley. Yeah, you like uh, yeah, I'm stealing Paul's here. Yeah, I was looking at Keegan Bradley. Top yeah. 20 is like plus 290, but I'm going to take him top 40. I know I know. Paul mentioned him to win it at 91, but top 40 at even money. Um, yep. You know, like Paul was saying, he finished second, fourth and eighth in his last three tournaments. He's finished top 11 in five of his last six tournaments, including fifth at the players. Um, so I think I'm, I'm giving myself a little bit of like room it. here. Like it. So I, I still I mean, I love him in the top 40. All right. Paul, I mean, you obviously like that one. If you would take a, a shot on him to win <laughs> yeah, the whole I'll, thing. What about some uh, of these others that we said? I like that too, uh, because, uh, you know, he could be kind of have that Charles Howell syndrome, you know, a guy who's just, he's a professional golfer now. 
And maybe he doesn't, you know, he's not guys going to win that many more times in his career, but as a guy who has such good T degree game, such a good ball mm-hmm. striker that, Oh yeah, he's just going to be cashing checks in the top 40. Yeah. That's a great spot for him. I, I, I might even prefer that to, to the winner bet because that is, that is an, a really nice a play. I think. I'm looking at the PJ champion, you know, they're different for all of them. Top 70 make the cut, right? So you need him to make the cut obviously. <laughs> and then 40 out of the top 70. All right. You could do that. Give us some uh, more winners there, Mook. Okay. So um, the PGA Championship, you know, part of the field is literally guys who are, uh, you know, club professionals. You know, mm-hmm. there's 20 players in this field who, uh, when this when this tournament ends, they're going to go back to their home course and be folding shirts on Monday. So right. <laughs> there's a first round matchup. One of these groups just stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Alex Cheka, who is a legendary grinder who is now playing on the senior tour, or sorry, the champions tour, is matched with past champion Rich Beam, who is now an announcer most of the time. And this guy, Jesse Mueller, maybe Jesse Mueller. I don't know because no one knows who this guy is. Yeah. He is the director <laughs> of golf for Grand Canyon University. And it was the winner of the tournament to get into this thing. You can get Alex Cheka for plus 135. <laughs> to beat these two guys. And uh, uh, to me, <laughs> Cheka is a freaking, like he is a grinder's grinder. I, Paul, I absolutely Paul, we'll love this play. Paul, Cheka last week in the senior, uh, like you said, the champions tour, their first major of the year, was playing great, got disqualified. Oh, Harry. Oh, why do you ruin that? <laughs> but what? And, now, and now Paul throws on us. <laughs> now he's like, just as you deliver the bad news. <laughs> you think Paul's ever heard of your cousin, Harry? Oh, I was just going to ask got, him. Go I'm, ahead. Go I'm ahead. back. I'm back. The storm, the storm is hitting hard right now here on the island. <laughs> What he said, you got the he said your golfer got disqualified. I'm did. sure you know. He used an illegal scoring book. It only motivates him. They got him more time off to get the <laughs> I'm excited about we're doing, it. We're that's all doing guy, this. So. That's Paul. the guy who wants to win, baby. That's the guy who wants to win. Good. He's willing to. Oh, that was Thank good for you. my cousin. My cousin, I know, I'm sure you saw the leaderboard. My cousin is actually David Branshaw with Chica being, oh, wow. Chica getting disqualified. John Daly getting disqualified, bumped him up, and he got an eighth place finish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. There's not any money Harry's going to see. Harry hasn't spoken to this cousin in like 15 years. It's not like, uh, yeah, my cousin's over for every meal here. Yeah. How long has it been, Harry? I used to talk to you. Oh, it's been, uh, I saw him in the Las Vegas Invitational in 2005. We hung out afterwards and uh, and that was it. 17 years. He's had enough. All right. Give us a couple more here, Paul, and then we're going to, we'll let you go. one more that I really like, and that is Brooks Kepka to miss the cut at plus 152. He's missed the cut in almost half his events this year. He had a mysterious withdrawal last week out of nowhere. I mean, this is a, uh, this to me, I love this play. Uh, I think you're going to know within the first nine holes, whether or not you're going to win this play, but Mm -hmm. he's just been so inconsistent. Get a, get a plus number for him to miss the cut. I I, I personally like it a lot. There's something going on with his health. I, I don't think we don't fully know. That's a nice one. He froze again. The storm's coming. <laughs> no, it's coming boy. for you, Mook. It's coming. It's true Seattle. <laughs> Let me show the Mook's book here. There you go. <laughs> Everyone should go out and get it for God's sakes. Am I ever? Yes. Club Pro Guys, other black book, our good pal, the Dutch Mook. Paul Horse is here. Oh, he was here. Now he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mook, for jumping on. Uh, that Great job. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Paul. Great job. Let's go. This- Damn weather, it's a storm. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta move back. 
You don't I have to wear a Dodger hat. City. Just move back. <laughs> For the degenerate trifecta, spaghetti and meatballs, babyface Joel Solomon, Paul Kors, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,